Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. will be with you in a minute. If the car in front of you should jam on his brakes to avoid a stray dog, if a child should dash across an intersection, if a tire should blow out, could you stop in time to save a life? Slippery roads, fog windshields, poor visibility, all of these factors mean that you must be more alert in following simple safety rules. Always get the feel of the road before you accelerate. Try out your brakes to discover just how slick the road surface may be and adjust your speed to driving conditions. Check on your driving habits. Keep your windshields clear of fog. Be certain your headlights and wipers are in working condition. In wet weather, never slam on your brakes. It's a sure way to put your car into a skid on a slick road. And always follow at a safe distance. Traffic accidents and death rates are still extremely high, and although improved conditions have brought about a 38% reduction in the overall accident toll, more than 30,000 people will lose their lives in traffic accidents this year. Be careful. Accidents don't always happen to the other fellow. Yesterday, Mr. McGee received a letter from the Kitchikan Ketchup Canning Kitchen regarding his latest brainchild, the McGee Jet Ketchup Gun. The letter said they're sending a man to look at it, which brought great joy to the household till Mr. McGee remembered he'd forgotten to invent it. Here he is now, hard at work. Inventing. McGee, how are you coming? I'll have it in just a second now. Let's get that. The ketchup gun? No, the lid off this jar of pickles. This inventing sure makes a guy hungry. <laughs> you were born hungry. How are you coming along with the invention? Oh, so-so. I've been studying all the other types of stuff that come in the same type can. You know, them spray gun type cans. That's where I got the idea in the first place. I wondered what became of my hair lacquer. Well, you can have it back now. The wrong type of nozzle for ketchup. You see... Just sprays out a fine mist. Put ketchup in there and it wouldn't be practical. Not for eating, anyhow. Of course, if you wanted to become a redhead in one easy application. And have all the men say get a load of that tomato? No, thank you. Please, my dear, leave us not be facetious. Kindly leave us leave out the levity. Sorry. The help of one's wife can be of great help when one is busy inventing. Hand me the hammer there. Thanks. No man works alone, my dear. Behind every great inventor in history, there stood a helping wife. Well, don't you worry. While you're inventing your ketchup gun, that's where your little wife will stand, behind you. <laughs> because a gun full of ketchup can be a very deadly Please, weapon. Please, Molly. I'm afraid you haven't got the right attitude for an inventor's wife. I understand that when Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin, Mrs. Whitney just stood quietly by, handing him cotton and yanking his necktie out of the machinery. <laughs> and I suppose when Mr. Edison put the first record on his new phonograph... Mrs. Eve stepped in and gave him the needle? Exactly. Oh, well, she helped him anyhow. Well, I'll help you too, McGee. When Fibber McGee startles the world with his jet ketchup gun, his wife will be right beside him, handing him a sandwich. What kind? How about a fried egg and bacon? Good, and put plenty of mustard on it, will you? Inventing sure makes a guy hungry.
If this baby don't take the market by... Hey, Molly, I got it done. Come and take a look at it. Really? Mm-hmm. You're finished, huh? Yep. You know, McGee, for the first time, I'm excited. How does it work? Oh, demonstrate. You see this little cap here? That's to keep the nozzle clean. Very sanitary. I merely take that off. Get... <coughs> bend a little bit. Ah, that's it. Now, this is the nozzle, see? And all you do is you merely press the nozzle down, like so. There. You see? Oh, <laughs> let me try it. Here, go ahead. Only easy now. Easy on that nozzle. The valve's kind of hard to control. Like this? Why, <laughs> McGee, it's working. Sure. Let me try it on something. This piece of bread will do. My, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, it's nothing that any red blooded American boy couldn't invent. Matter use the old gray cells. Brains, you know. What you doing? Tasting the ketchup. Mmm, tastes funny. Oh, well, I haven't got quite finished yet. Probably tastes a little bland on account of I didn't get all the whipped cream out of it. Whipped cream? Yeah, that's what I used for my ketchup gun. One of them whipped cream containers from Kramer's Drugstore. Only I filled it up with ketchup. I see. Well, that explains the sweet, creamy flavor of your ketchup. But where'd you get that strong, rubbery taste in it? Rubbery? Oh, that's on account of the pressurized air. That's come out of an old spare tire. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. You may smile when you see your youngster making believe in his outer spacesuit. Maybe there isn't much danger of a flying saucer invasion from Mars. But there is a very real danger of an attack by a foreign nation. With today's super planes, a surprise attack could be made on almost any American city. No one can even imagine the cost and death, destruction, and the weakening of our entire national defense system. In spite of scientific progress, there is no magic way to defend ourselves against a sudden attack. Our Air Force Command is always alert to protect us. But it needs a ground observer corps working 24 hours a day throughout the year. A civilian corps of intelligent citizens trained to know one supersonic plane from another. Right now, this Ground Observer Corps needs more than 300,000 volunteers, especially on the East Coast, the West Coast, and the Northern States. You can be proud to sign up for the Silver Wings of the Ground Observer Corps. Write or phone your nearest Civil Defense Center, or write Ground Observer Corps, Air Force, Washington, D.C. Dioxide gas, kiddo. Tank full. Just had it brought from the bottling works. Forty-five bucks. Forty-five dollars? Don't worry. The gas is only five dollars. There's a forty-buck deposit on the bottle. This is the stuff they used to whip up the whipped cream and for ice cream sodas and all stuff like that there in the soda fountains. I'll just hook it up to this ketchup can. It'll have all kinds of pressure. No rubbery taste, too, either. Well, I don't know. You just watch now, kiddo. I hook the valve like this into the nozzle of the tank. Like that. And I just turn this handle here. Especially ketchup guns. <laughs> oh, you like this one, Molly. 
I'm aiming this gun at a million bucks, kiddo. Now what? Hey, this is it.
Good night to Fibber and Molly in a moment. More great radio entertainment awaits you tomorrow evening when you set your dial to the NBC radio network. You'll enjoy the laugh Pack Bob Hope Show as Bob brings you another of his typical topical monologues as well as a special guest star. Then in the musical department, you'll hear Les Brown and his band of renown. When it's time for the Bob Hope Show, it's time for laughs. So be sure to set your dial to the same station tomorrow night. Then right after Bob's show, listen to Phil Harris and Alice Faye. It's a mirth-quaking 30 minutes of music and situation comedy that will keep the chuckles coming from beginning to end. Phil and Alice have long been favorites of radio listeners from coast to coast. And you'll truly enjoy their programs each Friday evening on the NBC Radio Network. Also on Fridays, you can hear the quarter-hour programs of the ever-popular Dinah Shore and Frank Sinatra. Each of these wonderful entertainers brings you 15 minutes of music to keep your feet a-tapping. So be sure to join us here at the NBC spot on your radio dial for both the Dinah Shore Show and songs by Frank Sinatra tomorrow and every Tuesday and Friday evening. I'm not asleep, Molly. I'm just lying here thinking about that cheating old low-life Doug Gamble. You mean DP, the yeah. guinea pig you used to test the carbon dioxide in the ketchup on? Without the man knowing, he was risking his life? Hmm. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night when Fibber McGee and Molly meet Mr. Miggins, a man from the Kitchen Can Ketchup Canning Kitchen. Will Miggins buy the McGee Jet Ketchup Gun? Will Fibber become a millionaire overnight? Will Molly be draped in diamonds and mink? Will you listen in tomorrow night? This Saturday, hear your road show with Bill Cullen on the NBC Radio Network.